we're rolling. Great. Awesome. Well, welcome back to Projecting. It's been quite a while since I've done this. Well, I guess depending on which order this episode comes out in. Not positive. But, yes, it's been a while since I've recorded one of these. And, uh, I am, uh, I don't know, y'all don't pay me to do this, so, you know, piss off. So, uh, I'm here with William Michael McGovern. That's me. Bill, Bill McGovern, Will, Will McGovern. What do you, I hear so many different names for you now. What do you go by generally now? Uh, generally it depends on, uh, who I'm with, who I'm, you know, if you're with my mom, Billy. Uh, if you're with most people in film and work, know me as Will. Mm-hmm. But, um, Bill is just something that I grew up on and it kind of followed me down here. Um... But, you know, well, IMDb is William McGovern. Facebook is William Michael McGovern. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I don't know. Man of many different names. Awesome. So, whatever you're more comfortable with. I answer to hey you, you know, so. <laughs> so, yeah, Will, uh, so I, a little while back I put up that big Facebook post asking people to come on podcast and you're one of the first people and I was super excited because I was like, oh, damn, how have I not had Will on yet? <laughs> Same way, like, there's a lot of people I'm going to be doing in the next few days. I'm just like, why did I not approach them? But uh, so I'm excited to have you on and just have chat about it. So, I mean, we met, you know, I guess tell a little bit first before we go into the meeting. So you're from Pennsylvania. Yes. I'm from uh, Dallas, Pennsylvania, which no one's ever heard of, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure they were brothers and they founded Dallas, Pennsylvania, and the one moved west and founded Dallas, Texas. Mm. Yeah, but no one's ever heard of that. So, basically, what I usually tell people is, "Have you ever heard of The Office?" Because I am from right outside of Scranton, Pennsylvania, uh. which is where Dunder Mifflin is supposed to be. It's not though. Sorry, Office fans, who were hoping it was real. Did they actually film in Scranton? I don't know. No, they didn't film in Scranton, but they um, they would come to um. I want to say every St. Patrick's Day, they would come and hang out at the mall or the mall in Scranton or something like that. They would, the cast would come um, to promote it, but no, it wasn't. It wasn't filmed there. Gotcha. And um, when did you move to New Orleans? Um, I moved to New Orleans. It'll be four years in January. Um, so yeah. Came down here to do film. I uh, came down here to do theater. Theater. Um, mm. I went to school for theater. Um, really good friend of mine when came down here to get his master's at UNO, and he said, "Hey, I can't live with my sister anymore. You want to move down here?" I'm like, "Yeah." So I looked up some theaters and came down here. Got hired by one of them. And which one? Uh, Southern Rep. Okay. I did a Christmas Carol for them hmm. uh, three years ago now, and I had I always wanted to do film, and when I was like 15, we made a a feature film uh, with, you know, little handheld cameras and stuff like that. But, um, and I always wanted to do that, but I had like a falling out with film. I'm like, ah, oh, it's all terrible now. So I'm just going to go do theater because it's sacred. And <laughs> so I did theater for like the next 10 years. And someone said, and that Christmas Carol really kind of became a mentor of mine for a while. Um, Burton Tedesco. He's like, hey, you should, you know, I do film. You should try doing film. And, Went and did a student film with him and kind of got Love Me True. Yeah, and that's where we met. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was... When, when did we film that? Yeah, so Will and I met on um, this feature film actually just came out during the New Orleans Film Fest called Love Me True. Is uh, Kirby Voss directed it. Andrew Goody uh, and Will were leads in it along with... Um, 
Kaylee. Yeah, Kaylee. Uh, how do you pronounce her? Is it Machio? Ma- I say Machio. Machio. Okay, because um, I can never. Big fan of Ralph, so I just say Machio. I don't know if that's actually how you pronounce it. <laughs> never really got into it. Yeah, and that was back when I was field mixing or pretending I could field mix sound. Yeah, that and, was. Uh, I remember we had just met, and like I didn't know anything because I don't. I had not been on sets very often, and you were like, "Hey, can you listen to this?" Because like you were a one man band, and like. So, like, I had to, because you had to hold a mic or something, so I was, like, listening yeah, to the headphones for right. you. I was like, I don't know if this, it sounds good to me, but. Generally, if a person can can discern that it sounds fine, there's, like, an 80% chance it's probably fine. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 sounds a lot more common sense than you think. It's just kind of a scary world. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so met on, we met on Love Me True. I was feel mixing, and we had that mixer, we will not name, and I remember the guy, uh. Got frustrated with the indie set and he left. Oh yeah. And then we had um, we had uh, David. I say David Silverman did it. You know, rest in peace. Uh, yeah. So David Silverman did it for a while, and then Eric and I were always like booming and mixing and jumping in randomly on days yeah. with David, or else like we we're doing pickup shot days. I mean, that movie had. I think it was four different mixers. I think there was one day they had some other guy. It wasn't Eric or myself. Uh, I think they had a PA run it, so I had to come and show them how to do it. It was like that green screen oh, day. Oh, yeah. And, uh, apparently the sound yeah. was atrocious. Yeah. <laughs> None of that green screen stuff, man, in the final cut. Thank God. It was, it was pretty... Uh, man, it just wasn't... It wasn't well thought out, and it was... Um, you know, when you're, when you're making a film and you, and you find you have these loopholes after the fact, after principal photography, you kind of scramble to... Right, film, and that was the wrong way. I shouldn't say the wrong way to do it. It was just not. It didn't work for that film. Right. Um, and then the editor Thomas Baumgartner came in and saved the day with with uh, his <laughs> editing style, and he filled all the loopholes without having to add any of the additional footage. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. I didn't. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Because uh... we shot that one. We shot that. Uh, that was a uh, summer of twenty thirteen. Yeah, so that right? 2013. That was when we did that. July was when we did those like first test. Yeah, shots. that was the test footage. And then and like then a few months August, later, yeah. yeah, August of 2013. Oh, even, yeah, so like a month later. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, when we got Eric Roberts, like <laughs> Eric Roberts. IMDb is IMDb is God, it's ridiculous. It's extensive, <laughs> but my um, my mom was like super stoked because like can I since I can remember it's like. Every time you see Eric Roberts, you tell me how handsome he was. Like, that is so funny. I know. Uh, I didn't, oh my God. <laughs> and then I got to send her a picture of me and him working together. That was funny. She appreciated that. <laughs> well, isn't he in that documentary, um, that guy from that thing? Is that what it was called? The one where it's like all the actors you see who like, people don't know their names and they pop up all the time? No, I don't. There's I don't a documentary think I've all about that. That's, that sounds incredible. Um. Because, like, Steve Buscemi used to be like that, and then he kind of rose with Empire and all yeah. that stuff. But, you know, he was always, like... Oh, no, yeah, man. He, for a long time, he was one of those guys. But there's a whole mm-hmm. documentary all about that, and Eric Roberts is one of the interviewees in it. Oh, I bet. But um, I, I bet. think Movie Set Memes had a thing that was, like, you know, like, raise your hand if you've worked with Eric Roberts. It was, like, a picture <laughs> <of Roger. laughs> Yeah. Or, like, yeah. everyone worked with him at some point. Oh, no, yeah, man. Uh... He uh, was that six degrees to Kevin Bacon that game or whatever. He's he's pretty high up there, uh, as far as like connecting people. Yeah, a nice nice anchor. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Him and what Danny Trejo. Oh yeah, dude. Doesn't they? I think he might have the longest time. I'm not sure. 
Yeah, man. Danny Trejo? Yeah. Might have the longest one? He might have one. He's got one of the longest because he does like every indie film project too. He like between sets or like even on days off on a set, he apparently goes to like college films and stuff and works on That's them. awesome. That's um, cool. He was, on, he was on a podcast. He was on, he might have been on How Did This Get Made? I can't remember. But uh, yeah, so obviously, so I know something we were talking about is like some of the projects we've worked on together. Yeah. Because we always end up casting you as like some psychopath or like, well, not always, but we've had a few times, you know, we did, we did mm-hmm. rules. That was, was that the first thing we did after, um, after that? Or did we do any short films, something before that? Was our, um, no, it was, it was rules was the next thing. Yeah. Because we did that. We finished. I was in the winter. I was like in a November, December, something like that. Rules? Yeah. When no, was rules that? was April. Uh, November, December is like when I started approaching. Oh, that's right. Because April and then after that, we did the 48 that summer. Yes. That's right. Because I remember we did the 48 like right on the heels of rules. So like yeah. we just walked in, we banged that out no, like so yeah. fast. And yeah, we had, it was like, cool, man. Turned it in like eight hours early. Yeah. Yeah. If you ever want to do a pretty solid 48 film, a 45 minute uh, film. <laughs> a week beforehand <laughs> everyone will know what to do we, we literally assembled like half our team for the 48 and just like yeah everyone knew exactly where to be and everyone like like all the crew knew my camera already so i didn't have to explain anything right it was awesome <laughs> yeah that was great and uh yeah because Ke- carolyn keenan was my uh ac on that yeah did um, you hear about her by the way that oh. thing she worked on in new york uh-uh what happened she's gone to sundance what yeah, what was she props or was she camera what was she doing she was art she was art I, I don't think she, I don't know if she was art director but she was she's you know not art PA she's yeah yeah she was, was doing it to it what up I think it was her <laughs> and oh, what's his name Sam Henson who I don't know but. oh Sam oh god I've worked with him in a while I, I think Cheyenne introduced me to him he's great yeah Cheyenne was on this too oh wow there it. you go so that's, I'm like so stoked and happy for them. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Always good. It's funny because like, you know, we joke the Love Me Crew, right? And like yeah. that was such a staging point for all of us to meet. Yeah. And then I don't think Keenan, I actually knew Caroline from, oh God, like middle school. I've known her for years. We just on and off see each other every few years. Yeah. And like, um, but um, the Love Me Crew, as we called it, and then all the people from it, like we always end up somehow getting back at each other's projects again, or oh, like, yeah. we introduce each other to other people we work with. And Cheyenne and Caroline and Sam are like fantastic. I've loved working with them. So oh yeah, always absolutely. good to see the success of people. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, man. They were like, um, Ky- Caroline. I call her. You know, I call yeah, her Cairo. Cairo. <laughs> um, she was not part of the Love Me Crew, mm-hmm. but. Tiff brought her on for rules. Yeah, that's and right. And it was just so perfect. <laughs> like, she's such a talented person. And from what I gather, that I've never met this Sam guy, but she, she talks highly of him, so he oh, must yeah. be good. He's just a hard worker. What I love about Sam was I remember um, he was, um, what was he acing for me on? I can't remember. He was acing for me on some project, um, just kind of like helping out in like, the moment I started explaining anything, notebook out, pen out. And he's just he's just listening attentively and just start writing it all down and like asks the right questions and like once you explain how to do something, ninety percent of the time he didn't ask you again. It was like just very sharp dude. I haven't worked I haven't worked with him in a while. That's cool. Like that's that. right. He worked with me. I did, I did the shoot in Lafayette called Blue. It was the short film which uh um I've I've somehow been co-opted into editing. It's been a very slow process just finding time unfortunately. But yeah. uh, he was my AC out there and he was like I showed him how to properly hand lenses and stuff and he was whoop, two hands like if I he caught me making mistakes where like he'd be handing me off a lens and I wouldn't say like got it and I'd start walking away and he'd like keep his grip on it and pull it. He's like 
you didn't say it. You didn't say it. <laughs> he was like very, very good at his job. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, God, don't call me off my bad habits. But uh, so cool. I didn't know they got into Sundance. That's so exciting for them. Yeah. You guys are kind of beating that dead horse right now. But uh, so what have you been working on lately? What's like, it's like, um, on? what's going on? Um, I wrote this nine page thing that actually you read like a year ago. I oh, think. which one was this? The Cab fairy tale oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Right. um um isn't he like he's everyone he's getting his car with getting uh, his car is the thing or is it the um no this one it work again is uh basically without giving too much away sure it's um uh, this cab driver picks up a a girl yeah yeah and, yeah, 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 yeah um on the way to the airport they fantasize yeah. about what their lives could be if they don't actually go to the airport exactly that's right and they have that whole dialogue I, yeah. yeah, that's what it was. That was I loved it. Yeah, so I've been, um, been like fine tuning it, fine tuning that one because there are some couple people who might want to get together and, and do it now. Um, not really, you know, you know, you're gonna get a phone call about <laughs> if it gets together. You I know. always tell people just to, it's like because you always have people who hesitant to talk about a project like in front of someone they might not work with them, and I'm like, if I'm not the guy for the job, don't call. Right, me. but no. I'm flattered that I'm on your list. No, you absolutely, you're always but, on my list, Greg. Aw, but it's, uh, I, I just always, it's always awkward with friends and work. You know, people oh. kind of like you start talking about project and you're like, oh wait, they're not on it. Right, but it's like eh, you can't take that shit personally. No, I know, and that's you know, um, not like I call you for every time I need an actor, but it's right. like. You're always in consideration for a role. Well, I Although I have, that. I have noticed over time, I've seen more and more acting, especially after seeing you do True Heroes, like your diversity of talent. But anyway, I have oh, co-opted you. this tangent, or that was a lot of misuse of words. <laughs> I've digressed on this. Let's. Uh, so you were saying. Um. So there's that. Might get together and shoot that soon. Um. Working on a thing with Travis Champagne. I've heard of that name. Very, very nice, cool, talented director, mm-hmm. um, talented writer. Here in town? No, he is, I want to say Houston, mm-hmm. um, but he, I met him the year True Heroes went to LA Film Prize, or actually, I don't, actually don't think I met him there, but I saw one of his films there, and I really liked it. It was this great thing called The Out and Out. It's about James Dean and Norma Jean, uh, Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Um, and then last, this past LA Film Prize, Jackdaw was his film. It's awesome, awesome, like, westerny thing. Um, and that got in, like, top five. And, and we started talking and how we want to do something together um, for this next LA Film Prize. So we're just kind of putting feelers out and, like, what kind of thing we want to do, what kind of scripts we want to do. So there's that. Um... And another thing that you'll probably be getting a phone call for is um, Kirby Voss has another feature. Oh. Um, and this one is... And Kirby, just for you to know, he um, he was here for a while and he just moved out to L.A. Yeah, just moved. He's the director of Love Me True, yep. which just came out. That's the one that Greg and I met on. And um, it got picked up for distribution, so that was kind of like... Which I just found out today, which is awesome. Um, a green light for people like, yeah, make another one. 
So because it's like, oh, it's you. You go from the the film project, I'm an auteur, to the like, okay, there's actually like business potential. Which, right. contrary to popular belief, film cannot just be a pure art. Right. Which yes. I'm, I'm, I, if you believe that, unfortunately, you're going to be very disappointed. Yeah. Well, I mean, not, not there's a lot of creative. No, it's, just, it's like there's a ton of creative potential, but then there's people like, oh, you know, it's it's film is such a business. It's like, well, yeah, yeah, because people put money into right, it. Right. Like, yeah. You get absolutely. to make beautiful pictures because people put. Right, they risk it for you. Yeah, and it, you want to make art for art's sake? That's awesome. Just you know, make sure you have another job and, and curb your funding. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and curb your expectations of funding. Right. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, it's, yeah. Uh, as Love Me True proved, there is a lot of room for creativity and experimentation. Mm-hmm. So you're saying he's got a project coming? up. Yes. Um, we're looking to shoot in June of next year in Folsom, Louisiana, which is yeah, I, the working title or the title of of this thing, and it's um. All going to be shot at... Oh, the working house Folsom, Louisiana? Yes. Um, where um, Felicia Stollard, who is an amazing human being, who is the executive oh my, producer... We cannot sing. This would go into such a tangent. I know. We'll probably end up back to her. Felicia, if you're listening, God uh, bless in, you. Yeah. Incredible <laughs> human being. She was executive producer on Love Me True, and um, she founded this thing called The Cool Cooperative, which mm-hmm. is amazing for you know um, youth to learn about film and whatnot, which I love, but... Anyway, it's at um, her compound, which is an awesome, beautiful place. I went up there for the 4th of July two years ago. So we would all just go stay there for like a month, which is incredible, awesome. And it is a paintball movie. But it is a paintball movie um, filmed uh, like almost in the style of Saving Private Ryan. Oh, wow. So it's... And it's not meant to be funny. It's meant yeah. to be like serious. And right. it's like um, basically I've showing done like a long time. Huh? I've done people in a long time. Yeah. It's basically showing um, what competition and what war, the psychological effects it has on people. And it's like the stress. and Yeah. Yeah. That kind of thing. So it, it should be fun. Um, his brother is a Marine. And, or just just became a marine or something like that, and so he wants the talent to uh, do a week long boot camp mm. with his brother, mm-hmm. which I'm not looking forward to. But you know, Kirby has a knack for making me want making me do things I don't necessarily want to do for the sake of the film. <laughs> he made me shave my eyebrows off. Yeah, um, he, he, not not just your eyebrows. I mean, all hair, right? All like your hair. whole head was just. Bald. Oh my, my whole body. Yeah, I figured that's the body too. I my just whole, wanted to speak. No, yeah, my whole body. One of the most awkward moments ever was standing like I'm about to be frisked, but just not frisked, shaved by uh, the makeup girl. <laughs> just getting the nether regions. <laughs> Become fast friends. Yeah, yeah. You know, I haven't talked to her. I should see what she's up to. <laughs> um yeah that's cool man that's uh, that's awesome it's yeah a it's, lot of good stuff happening yeah it's exciting um so yeah felicia said you know got picked up for a distribution uh, love me too got picked up for distribution so she said like whatever money comes back from that is going right into this this new one that's awesome um so it should be should be a lot of fun he sent me he's got this awesome pitch packet um and if anybody has any questions or wants to find out more about it, you can go to forzaproductions.org. 
I want to say it's org. It might be net. I don't think it's com. So Forza, <laughs> F-O-R-Z-A productions at dot org. We'll say org for now. I'll check it and I'll <laughs> let you know. Um, but uh, yeah, man, it's cool. He's got this whole pitch packet thing set up. He's already got, he went to, I guess out in California, they have um, the f- a film market that comes once a year where I guess you get to just go and, and talk to distribution people, mm-hmm. I guess. And they love the idea, and he's already got some money on board, and mm-hmm. as far as funding goes, and then more from Love Me True, and he's got this cool pitch packet set up. The paintball masks are awesome. They're not like <laughs> standard ones; they're like these custom. Oh, nice! Yeah, they're really. I cool. guess if you're competing, you start doing all that kind of stuff. You know, if you're playing at that level, you know, Eric actually found out recently he used to do competitive paintball. Did you know that? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you know. You know him better than I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Eric. Um, I mean, we can live with him, Eric. Uh, I'm sure he'd be he'd be very interested in seeing this. It's like oh, yeah. it's uh I found out he told me he's like he used to be like hardcore doing it like on yeah. a team and then playing like I was like, man. Yeah, I, I just used to go in the woods with family or friends, you know. Right. Um Um actually, um Snake and Jake's Christmas oh God. Club Lounge. Which is my favorite bar. I'm a regular there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's really cool that everyone this knows my name. This podcast is not endorsed or produced by Snake and Jake. No, not <laughs> at all. Um, but we could be. Yeah, come on in and buy Free me Schlitz. a drink. <laughs> um, but two of the people who work there are part of. Um, they're like basically showrunners for the biggest paintball tournament mm-hmm. in the world that happens once a year so i was telling them about it and like just go on netflix they made this documentary about us like check that out and if oh, nice. you want any tips and you know so that was really cool consulting consulting about the paintball world so i have to call kirby about that but i think it, I know, it couldn't hurt uh yeah. but yeah so there's that um and then you know uh, auditioning for the agent, uh, Lawrence, he gets me auditions and that fun stuff. So that's, that's the cool and terrifying thing about the life of an actor is that you're, um, not all of the time. Um, because obviously like, you know, I'm doing things with Kirby. I'm doing things with Chris. I'm doing things, uh, Chris Ganeshow, yeah, director of True Heroes. Um, so it's not, but like. It's in his hands. You know what I mean? It's in yeah. my agent's hands is is something because, which is, I've always been a go-getter, you know? I'm, I'm one to pound the pavement to get to where I need to be. And he, it's just strange letting someone else do it. But he's awesome, super nice guy. Gets me really cool auditions. Right. Um, that's weird to me. It's a weird thing. Um, kind of have a little bit of the, the, the control of it and the run of it out of your yeah, hands. Yeah, yeah. Like to depend on someone else. Right. And that's, and it's just, that's what's, and that's scary to me. And they say, you know, the higher you climb on this totem pole, like that, it becomes more and more like that. Where it's like you, like, as I guess the life of an actor is like, you really don't, like, there's a middle level where it's like, you don't really have much say until later on. Right. You know? But, Take her, they can get you and pay. Right. And, yeah, no. Um, what did I want to say? Oh, I don't remember. But 
Uh, yeah, True Heroes. That is... Yeah, that won the LA Film Prize in 2014. Yeah. Then it showed at the Chinese Theater in Hollywood. Which is awesome. It was beautiful. And I, I actually... <clears throat> I didn't see that film until um, I saw it at the... Not New Orleans Film Fest. During the... Uh, time, time Code has their festival. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and um, they did like best of New Orleans. Well, right. Like, yeah, short yeah. films. I finally got to see it. I wasn't expecting and to see it, how to start a business. Yeah, I, I was. I was like, I was crazy because I, I saw no that. And then another film I'd done with Time Code. So I had like two things on. And I was like, sweet. Yeah. No. Yeah, and man. I was. That was super so stoked. I but, then, but then I saw True Heroes come on, and I yeah. was like, bruh, it was <laughs> so good. It was. I mean, it was beautifully shot, but it was so funny. Like, just, yeah. yeah, like it had a really good balance. I'm like, oh, it's serious and it's funny, and then it's sad and it's dramatic and it's heartwarming. And it, it had a nice spectrum and um, good um, ebb and flow. Yes. Chris. And is... then watching you in a juggernaut outfit blasting people with like the force. It's like, <laughs> just like launching people with your hand. I was just like, oh my God. This is yeah, that so was, that funny. was, that was a lot of fun. That was um, one of the best times I've ever had on set um and Chris is just so good so talented but also like like he genuinely cares about the project and he cares about but he also cares about you as a person yeah. and like when you when you talk to me he's like oh you know we'll talk talk shop for the way he's like well how are you I'm like yeah well I'm good man I'm working on this he's like no no no, no. don't talk to me about work how are you what's going on in your life <laughs> which I love you know and then and people really love that um and we find out January 14th at 7.30 in the morning if Two Heroes gets an Oscar nomination or not. Which is super exciting. Because it played at the Film Fest, right? Uh, no. Film Fest, right? Didn't it? Because isn't that how you get it, Oscar contending now here? No, it's... Okay, so... I mean, I had to do a lot of research because I wanted to figure out how this happened. But um, basically, there are certain festivals where if you win, you're eligible for uh, Oscar contention. Well, we won LA Film Prize. That's not one of those festivals. Yeah, we did not say. get into New Orleans Film Festival, which is crazy uh, to me. That's actually really surprising. I don't, yeah. I don't know My if we... My crap's been in there, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sure it was awesome. We'll call it crap. Oh, God. Break. Come on. Oh, God. Um, but what happened was... That doesn't sound like a really backhand. It's like, dude, my stuff's been in there. Why weren't you in there? Jeez. Uh, you know, my level. No, it's like, I'm actually like... Unbelievably shocked considering the, produ the production value alone. Oh, but, yeah. But anyway. Um, yeah, it's so it's if you win like a certain festival or that kind of thing. But we lucked out where one of the judges for the LA Film Prize the year we won works for Shorts HD, mm -hmm. which has an Oscar section. And so she is, um, I don't know how high on the totem pole. I didn't get a really chance to talk to her too much. Uh, not as much as I wanted to anyway. Right. And it's one of those situations where it's like, I wanted to talk to her about the Oscar thing, but I didn't want to seem like... Yeah, like you're you know, Yeah, and I didn't want to, you know, she's just trying to enjoy her life at a film festival. I don't want to be bugging her. But basically, she really liked True Heroes. And then she went out to... Um, to see it at Holly Shorts in the Chinese theater to see how it played there. And it was great. You know, the, it was an awesome, awesome 
you know, we sold out the theater. They, everyone loved it. You know, we had people laughing, crying. It was amazing. It was a great thing. And she saw that. So, um, then, so it's either you get, um, you win some kind of festival or something, or you play in a theater, a big theater, I think, and I could be wrong, um, but it's, you play in a theater for a certain amount of days, mm. um, and then it becomes eligible because it's been in the public, and like right. pe- the public had had a chance to see it. Yeah. So I think it played in New York and L.A. for a week. In, oh, wow. In I didn't y'all held it down for that long. Huh? I didn't y'all held it down for that long. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and so that was that was really cool. It was cool to see. Um, it seemed to have an audience. The fact that they thought they could pull an audience for a week. I mean, that's, yeah. that's difficult. I mean, getting people to come out and see your short film, like even your friends and family is hard. Right. Like it's tough. But like the yeah. fact that y'all actually just like put it in a city y'all don't even live in. Right. Two cities. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that. I missed all, I, I didn't know any of this. I didn't, I, I didn't, in case you'll have not noticed, I did not work True Heroes. And um, I just, I, it was so fun to watch y'all do it because like, again, it was in that like watching your friends succeed and seeing like awesome things happen and good things happen to Will McGovern because he can act like, you know, I don't have a good simile. You just act really good. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I like to do good. Um, so so you think because of the way it's screened the length that it yeah because this person it did, yes it and put so in it was like for a while like we might be oscar eligible and that kind of thing and then it became we were oscar eligible and then we had to do these other things um which was i don't know if it's like there's a preliminary vote through the academy to get on the short list but there's other things happening then after that happened chris and i had to sit down and um, fill out all these forms for Oscar uh, yeah. contention, uh, which is crazy. And it, you could obviously, you could, um, you could really tell that it was um, like producers or lawyers are supposed to yeah. be doing this. And so, like Chris and I were kind of like. Every once in a while, I'm like, what does that mean? You know what I mean? And it was, you know, all this legal jargon and stuff like that. But we, we got it all filled out and set. And people ask me how long the shortlist is for the Oscar nominations. Because there's yeah. five nominations, Right. I want to say, for Best Live Action Short. I don't know how many are being voted on to right. get into right. that spot. I have no idea. Um... If anyone knows and would like to tell me, that would be great. Roughly how many? Because, <laughs> I mean, it could be 20. It could be 500. You know what I mean? Right. I don't know. Um, but so, yeah, January 14th at 7.30 in the morning, which I thought was crazy because it happens in L.A., which means it happens at 5.30 in the morning. Yeah. But I guess it's because they want – someone said this, and it makes sense. I don't. I never looked it up to see if it was true, but – they said they do it that early so it makes the East Coast news. Right, I was say massive, uh, get the largest press release possible. Yeah. So, I, I guess it makes sense, but we're trying to, you know, we wanted to schedule like a, a, a party or, or something <laughs> like that so where we can all listen and, you know, just like a chance to talk to everyone again and thank everybody and say, hey, look, this is, you know, your work's really paying off. Um, but it's just hard. I guess in New Orleans it's not that hard. 
You can have mm. a party at 7.30 in the morning. You can absolutely have a party at 7.30 in and the it's, morning. And it's, it's, it's kind of cool. You can, you can go to the bar afterwards. Or <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's that. Um, yeah, I mean, I've been kind of, like, just following stuff that came out. Um, like, Love Me True. Went out to the LA Comedy Festival for that one. That was cool. Um, then we went to, or we're going to, I want to say Denver and Maryland for Love Me True. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it's cool. It's, it's, but this is, this is my first, like, go around of, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm relatively new to film. Um, I don't have that. I've got, I've done a lot of cool things, but I haven't done many things. And so this is my first, like, I don't know, festival circuit, I guess. Yeah. Like, going to, like, these places, you know, and... Q&As. Right, and... yeah, yeah, and I'm getting I'm getting used to those. Um, I'm learning. Stanley's easy to go up and do a Q&A afterwards, because... That's his character in uh, Love Me True. Yes, sorry. Uh, yeah, that's... <clears throat> because, really, people are just so shocked at the way I actually look versus how Stanley looks and it's such a bizarre look people you know they're people so they just uh, that one's easy because people are really excited and they're just like wow what did you do blah 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 and like you know I just, yeah, yes I actually did shave my eyebrows off and all that stuff and um, because people really talk about the character now True Heroes is because it, it's the production value looks and is so tight and incredible you know, a lot of the questions, um, especially at film festivals, we get what did you filming, shoot on? right what technical did you... <laughs> stuff, which I am, I I try and be um, learned in case, you know, um, I do get asked questions, but I'm not by any means like uh, a, a master of any of it, right. and, and I uh, it would take me so long to do that. And I'm still learning how to act. Well, I remember, so. I remember, I, I wasn't able to go to our 48 screening either the last two years, and um, the um, I like sent you and Adrian a text like, if anyone asks, right? <laughs> like, Black Magic Pockets. No, yeah, like, perfect, right? man. I want every, I want every DP, every director to always, always send me that information because it helps so yeah. much. I was where Adrian was like, I don't know what half these words mean. I was like, just read it, just read it off. <laughs> The guys who care will get it. Right. No, yeah, absolutely. You know, that, that was awesome. Uh, that, see, that saved the day. It was great. Saved we did, the we, day. We did get asked that question, what do we shoot on? Because you did such a brilliant job. Wow. Um, I mean, how to start a business was just so tight. Like, I, was was, so, I was so happy was, how that came out. Yeah. Just as like, I mean, that's when I really watched Chunky. You know, ben, ben, he insists he's called Chunky. Um, <laughs> he um, is... Uh, Directing like really stand out. I never really worked with him as a director. I no, only worked with him as a gaffer. That was my and that was time. like he was phenomenal. I mean, he was an amazing director. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was like, oh my god, this guy is so talented. We had Milo <clears throat> doing gaffing for us, and he just would always put these little love tweaks that just oh, yeah. amped it up. He's like, yeah. he's like, no, he's like, we want to get this in there. Like you get like this tiny little like burst, like like flares off the side of the camera, but not lens flares. It's just like you get these nice hazes and these like really tense moments. You make sure there's really good beads on the eyes and nice edge lighting. He just, he would just, we'd be like about to roll and he'd go 15 seconds. Go just yeah. 15 seconds. Yeah. Just walk off. He'd do it. He'd come back and we're just like, wow, that does look better. Yeah. And it was, I mean, it was totally worth it. Oh, he was that great. one. That one did well. That was so fun. 
That was a that was a that was hard. That's when I just gotten my uh, I just got the speed booster too. So like it was so shallow. Like the image was so shallow that like keeping focus is difficult. But turned out to work well because it's just kind of like they're like waking up from being unconscious they're in this horror room like the fact that the focus kind of dips every yeah. now and then like i was like ooh, happy yeah. accidents like, oh yeah I don't know, you got some happy accidents you did a brilliant job on that greg oh that thank was you awesome well that was, i've always you know that was just funny because like you know like i said we we made you be this like psychopath and just you're i always think of that scene where the doorbell rings and you're like or like it's, there's a knock at the door and you go like i'll be back I promise. Like just this, <laughs> I was like touching his face. It was like this. So your character was. We were all just like, Jesus, don't screw with Will. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people um, on that set because a lot, of, like you said, we came off of Rules We Live By, in which you were like a stern character. But it was like I'd seen you go from that like really goofy, whimsical Stanley yeah. to like this like mutton chop having like older brother who does crime is like basically you know must hired muscle mm-hmm. and then the psychopath like yeah and so that was a lot of people were really um they came up to me and they were very excited because Oops, sorry. um especially like uh caroline yeah uh, she uh was very excited because she had only seen me doing daniel and daniel was Daniel was fun. Daniel's my character in Rules We Live By. Uh, Daniel was fun, um, but not far off from me. You know, it's why I mean, obviously far off from me. I'm I'm a very I'm you're a, not beating people. With yeah, bats. I'm a I'm a <laughs> very much a, a child and a, a baby. I'm actually probably closer to Stanley than I am to Daniel. <laughs> but um, but you know, it was it was my demeanor. voice. It was yeah, it was yeah. my voice. The way I held myself, I didn't tweak too much for Daniel and so as more as actions were different versus the actual character right and so like a lot of these people that we worked with for 10 days straight had only seen that and then we quick jumped into that and you know um what was this kid what was the kid what was uh how does our business uh oh the uh that's uh, right you were uh, Ian Carter Ian Carter yes Mr. Ian Carter yeah, Ian Carter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah. A tour guy you know. named Ian Carter. Yes. <laughs> and so, you know, I go in and that dude is completely different from... Slightly. Yeah, from everything else I'd done. So that was cool. Um, and I love I love characters like that, man. You just have to really break your shell. And oh, yeah. Something. And I, I mean, I, I just love characters i am I a char- your hands your hands really messed me up in that just the way you like do these like little head scratches <laughs> and you're just like you're like and then yeah like it was kind of like it was like had that little joker aspect to it and, you know the heath ledger joker to it but it wasn't like you were trying to be the joker it just mm-hmm. had these like because a lot of his mannerisms are really what make him so messed up right just the way he like lips it licks his lips and things but yours mm-hmm. is all in your hands yeah it just the way you would touch your face touch yourself like yeah, touch yourself but just the <laughs> the way you moved and your shoulders hunch up and get excited and it was just very it was weird yeah no yeah it was <laughs> uh, uh yeah and i guess the more insane the more fun just because uh, as far as like i said i love building characters from the ground up and yeah. the more distant they are from reality the more you know there's more puzzle pieces to fill in yeah and i and i really enjoy doing that 
kind of current motivations and things like that. Yes, absolutely. Um, and then you have the, you know, Stanley, who was incredibly difficult because Stanley had amnesia, complete amnesia. Right. And there's no, like, Ian Carter, like, this. I made this backstory in my head about his mom and stuff like that. <laughs> and then Stanley's like, nothing. So Stanley was harder. I think he was described in the Q&A as he said he was, like, being a baby. Yes. Uh, very innocent. What is... Kirby says prelapsarian. I believe that's the Oh, word. that's right. That's Which right. Which is man before the fall. Right. So Eric is supposed to be the fall of man, and Stanley is the man, be- man before the fall. Which is very, very in-depth for romantic comedy, but... <laughs> You know, it's whatever. Um, yeah. Oh. And I know you probably hate this question. It's the most classic. But like, what would you say is like one of the favorite characters you played? Just so, I mean, obviously, I'm not fishing for mine. I'm like, but you, cause like, was it True Heroes where you were like, that was such a fun, I just like, that was a funny character. Your guy like, was an adult acting like an eight year old playing pretend. Yeah. Like, that was so funny to watch because you were so convincing. It was just your guys like, I want to play this. Like, it was this very funny character. But, but like, what would you say is like, obviously, I know you probably enjoyed all your roles, but. Yeah. Um, like, when you're reading a script, when you get like excited and really like, just really. Oh, uh, I mean, like, when I read, like, the first time I read a script was, it was, it was True Heroes. Um, because oh, nice. I went into audition. I actually got that audition through Craigslist. That's funny. Weird, right? That's how I end up on Love Me True. Yeah, see? <laughs> see? <laughs> Craigslist dreams happen occasionally. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we won the lottery. We should never go back. Um, Amen. But, but um, what was I saying? You're saying uh, I got we, it through Craigslist. read the script for uh, Yeah, I read, I read the script, but I got it beforehand because Tiff was on it. Oh, nice. And Tiff sent me the script. She said, hey, I think you'd like this, da-da-da-da. And I just... You meet, I'd, know, I'd never met Chris before. I didn't know half the people out that were on this thing. And I just, you know, uh, was so in love with the script. And I actually went in to read for a different character. The casting director gave me a different character to read, other than the Juggernaut. Oh, nice. So, Which character were you originally? Um, the older Seal, which I don't want to give too much away because this is coming out. Got to pick up for... Talking about, um, talking about uh, what's his face's character? Um, um, am I might like his name. Uh, no, Chad Graham was the <gasps> dude's name, but he's the one um, closer to the end who has a scene with the little boy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's the role I came in to read for. And then you end up with the. Uh, it, well, Chris was like, "Well, cool. Is there anything else? You know, I did that reading, and they're like, thank you very much.' And the sometimes you get a feeling, and you get the you get a feel for the room, and you're like, "Oh man, they didn't like that." Yeah, it's, well, not, the, a reason it's not the they character like, they wanted. You know, yeah, and then they didn't like that because not, this is not my guy. Like, the, my guy's the, the juggernaut. I know this. <laughs> and so Chris was like, is there, you know, is there anything else you want to do before, you know, we pull, call the next person? I'm like, you know, there's this... I was reading the sides out there because I didn't want to tell him that I had already read the script. But I was like, you know, there, I, I was reading all the sides while I was waiting and, you know, there's this character, the juggernaut. And I think, you know, I'd like to give him a shot. Chris was like, yeah, sure, go ahead. And, like, from that <clears> moment on, it was just... Boom, nailed it. And then I didn't think I got it because yeah. it was like two days before, or three days before uh, the weekend that it was. I was supposed to, uh, that it would have been that it was shooting. Oh wow! Um, and then I get a a, a phone call, or a, maybe it was an email. I don't remember from Milo. Oh, nice. um, oh Milo worked true. Yeah, he was oh, first cool. AD. Oh wow! Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, he's he was incredible at it. But he's a very organized, dude. Yes. Um, 
So I didn't think I got it, and I was ready to. I was about to text Tiff and be like, "Hey, get in contact with these. Get in talk, contact with Chris. Let him know I want to be a PA on this. Like I will come up and work for free. That's how like." You really want to be a part of this that project. That script. You know what I mean? Like, And I just... It was awesome that I saw it. You know what I mean? Like, I read it and I saw it. And the finished project product was uh, not far off from what I saw when I read it. Right. Um, so I just... I knew it was awesome. Like, this script is great and cool. And plus, Tiff, uh, Tiffany Galland is uh, great talented friend of ours she's production designer um she worked on love me true rules we live by how to start a business she's you know she's one of our lovely crew um and then cairo was on it yep and um claire rav very yep. talented yep. makeup, makeup artist. artist who, who claire gets man, quick sidebar man claire if you're listening to this your ability to, you come on a set you don't complain you you just like you've done so many things where you're helping out friends i know i know a lot of times it's like super thankless and you always do incredible work just want to throw that yeah. out there you make really good hand it's turkeys like, there you go you and uh franny it's like this the most my favorite little duo no oh, yeah yeah Not wardrobe yet. makeup franny's awesome Francis Luker. Francis Luker. Cousin yeah. of one of my best friends. Really? Yes. I did not know that. So I've known time. her for years, and then like all of a sudden we started seeing each other on set, and I was like, this is weird. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, you work in film? I'm like, you work in film? <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, you were saying uh, you work with uh, Claire and... Uh, yeah. And um, who else? Alex Payne. Mm-hmm. I had known before. Yep. Um, that might be it, but it was... It was so cool, man, because we all stayed in a cabin um, that Alex Payne's family or he knows the people and, you know, we got to stay for free, which is always good when you're doing a short independent thing. In a location that's four hours from New Orleans. Right. And we, you know, so we're all forced to be in this place and like very, like everyone was so cool. And it was one of those things where I didn't, I didn't know most of the people and I take my work very seriously, so you know, I, I go up there and, and I always I don't I don't have my my guard up per se, but I don't. You're kind of like in headspace, right? And I don't want to be like I've been on sets where there are like really cool people, but they're more of a distraction than anything. Gotcha. And I didn't want to make myself susceptible to that, and we just immediately like I got up there. It's like, oh man, everyone's really cool. I like that. Everyone's really cool. Um, and then the next day, we was the front, you know my first day of shooting, and it's like, wow, everyone's really cool and everyone's really good <laughs> at what they're doing. You know, I, I met cool people on that. I don't think I met Matt Gidry on that, but Matt Gidry was on it. Uh, Donovan Thibodeau. Mm-hmm. Yep. Donovan's an awesome sound, awesome sound guy. Sound guy, <clears throat> super tall, which is awesome. Great for boom hopping. Great. Well, for boom it can be great or terrible for boom hopping. Sometimes right. you need to wedge yeah. in tiny places. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, man, like I said, so many talented people. David Reese, shooting it. That's right. Um, yeah, man, Matt Bell. Uh, I, like I said, so like so many of these people, and like I've been fortunate enough to. You know, I've got the Love Me crew, and then I've got the True Heroes crew, and like all these, 
when you crew heroes. Oh, oh there you go. See, <laughs> oh man. Uh, but yeah, so you like you do all these fun, cool things, and I've been fortunate enough to make really incredible, talented friends. Um, like from Love Me True, my, the two people I live with are Eric Rice. And Andrew Goody, who Eric Rice is, you know, pretty much my best friend. Um, and, you know, I, we got to use, I got to use, I got to call Andrew for True Heroes. Um, him and Bianca Giaconetti, um, both very talented actors. Um, Bianca's like my sister. We hang out like almost every other day. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> you know, and it just, it all just, it, it's one of those things where it all just came together so nicely. And you know, I've been fortunate enough that that has happened more than once. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's great. And it's, it's awesome having you along for the, the ride too. Oh. Yeah. It's always, always fun. Always a pleasure. <laughs> um, yeah. So... Um, what else can we talk about? Uh, I mean, I'm. It's whatever. If there's anything else you want to plug or discuss, I mean, uh, it's. Yeah. Um, I, I can do like you said. You'll just like it's like. How are you? How am I? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fantastic. Um. I went home for the holidays. Got to surprise my family. They didn't know I was coming. Yep. Um. I didn't get a chance to. I wanted to go to my college, and because mm. I, I I keep in touch with uh, Joseph Dawson, who was the head of the department of the theater department in Pennsylvania, and I keep in touch with him. But I wanted to go see him and talk to him. He's always very supportive and likes to know what's going on. It's one of the benefits of going to a, a very small arts thing. One thing I'm noticing that's interesting about this discussion, I don't want me kind of taking a slightly different direction here. I'm just noticing like the number of names you're dropping in the sense of like, not in like I'm name dropping, but it's like you're so damn appreciative of the people around you. And it's like, I know that seems like so corny of me to say, but it's like, I, I've like never, like the number of, as someone who can't remember names, it's like amazing you remember names, where you met them, what they're good at, you're appreciative of everyone. It's it's like, like I can't, I'm like awkwardly taking praise from you too, but I'm like one of the, dozens of people you've talked about so far who like the amount of admiration and respect you have and that's like part of the reason I love working with you just a little sappy friend moment here but just like but it's like why well, I love working with you you're you're <clears throat> you're professional you're incredibly talented but it's just that thank you the, especially with at our level as private as much as I consider myself professional and as much as you know I I have rates I have things you all we often find ourselves doing passion projects things with people and it's like there's the random Craigslist producer and then there's those people you always want to work with who you would never think of like charging a dollar unless they had it and it's mm-hmm. like you speak so highly of the of just all these people you've done total varying levels of work with you've done mm-hmm. you know i mean true heroes shooting on a red epic great after effects working with a team you never met and you like remember every you're just dropping people on that here that was what a year ago over a year it was a year and a half ago you filmed yeah, that? that was uh july of 2014 right so this was almost a, that was a year and a half ago i yeah. mean and just you're just rattling them off and just you're excited about all their projects one of the first things we talked about when we opened this podcast you're just like talking about, oh my god you hear about caroline and the crew they're going to sundance and you're just like i'm so happy you know not in that kind of like I guess I'm happy with the success of my friends. You're, it was a genuine joy. And I just, I think that's part of the reason, like, I'm excited to be talking to you here is like, our entire conversation was catching up 
on what we've been doing yeah. and like because like we don't hang out a ton like i see you on set and yeah. we do things and the cage i'll see you for a drink and stuff which is awesome yeah but it's like you know it's it's fun to just sit here and catch up and just hear you just gush over all these people you care about yeah, well, I, don't, I don't know what my point is. It just was something I was just thinking about. Well, I mean, I you know, I, I love my people and um, how very fortunate I am that all of my friends are like incredibly talented, and I I love that. I love I love. See, when you say it, I believe it. That's the thing. Well, that's, I mean, I, I I believe it. Um, I believe it. Like I love the fact that I don't like. Like, did you ever go, like go to a like a film festival or something, and you became friends with somebody, and before you saw their film, and they're really cool and stuff, and it wasn't quite what you were expecting, and you know, I I I'm I'm fortunate that I don't have to lie to my friends when I say, hey, that was awesome. Yeah, I'm fortunate to be like, man, you are, and and so many times, uh, you know, you and I have done this before, and I do this with all of my friends, and like. Like we'll go out and have a drink and stuff, and and there's no sense of like urgency to like I don't know work or make something together because I you know you know it's gonna happen again exactly um and I'm just so fascinated with what they're doing because it's it's amazing man uh Adrian and Gavin did all you... these awards are getting for their scripts, scripts. incredible Jesus right what, they why made... do you think I immediately went to them I was like guys help me turn my crap script into something usable and what was their immediate reaction on the heels of all this like they're getting a notification they were just like they were like yeah dude come on by and like right. I showed up with a bottle of whiskey and they're like oh what are you doing Brie you don't have to do anything come on <laughs> let's get to work and we're they're like sitting with me till like two in the morning and ordering me pizza and so I'm just like what like you know exactly it's it's Right. Unbelievably humbling. Yeah, no, and it's yeah, man, and it's it's awesome and you know, um Sorry, I keep derailing you and you No, <laughs> no, no. It's it's uh just you're you used know, to it at this point. and it's it's cool to see us it's nice and Ben uh Chunky and I had a conversation about this because Ben was one of the first people I met when I moved to New Orleans. Yeah. Um and he thinks and you're we, one of the most talented actors he's ever worked with, by the way. So, oh, well, thanks. He speaks incredibly highly of you oh, and Bianca. Cool. Um, that's awesome. Um, yeah, he's 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 a rock. I almost left New Orleans because it wasn't going so well, and he kind of kept me here. He was one of the reasons I stayed. It was mm. him and, and Mike Haynes, uh, who I grew up with. Um, but um, uh, quick, what was I saying? I got derailed again. Yeah, you're uh, saying the uh, just the appreciation of people and the talented, and saying how you don't make that up. Like you mean it when you right, say people are so yeah. talented. And and oh yeah, it's it's nice to see us. Um, ben and I had this conversation. Oh yeah, yeah um, right. about how it's neat, like because I have like video of like me and Ben hammered in the middle of Ferret Street talking about like how much we want to make movies, and this was. Yeah, how long ago? Three and a half years ago, you know, like <laughs> a couple months after I moved to the city. Yeah. Or, and I, I guess maybe not three and a half, because I wasn't really into film, but like, you know, I wanted to act and he wanted to make movies. And right, and I had met either of y'all, yeah. Yeah, and so we're just. And <clears throat> I didn't we know it went that far back. Yeah, no, yeah. We met, I was doing improv at the La Nuit, I think it's called the, the Comedy Theater now. Yeah, yeah, like over on Ferret Street. On Ferret Street. Is that back when he was doing stand up? Yes, and that's kind of how we met. I became friends with. Um, this really funny kid, uh, Justin Lawrence Hoyt, who uh, lives in Alaska now, but he was actually doing a, a podcast with Ben, 
And he said, hey, can yeah. you come uh, – you want to come and, and do this? We're going to talk about Spider-Man. I know you like comics. And so we, we went and we did that. Uh, and Ben and I just hit it off, you know. And from that moment on, we were inseparable. We went on, like, terrible double dates together. Um, <laughs> uh, and, yeah, I mean, I, I love that. I love him with all my heart. Uh, and I, you know, another one of those super serendipitous occasions where, you know, you meet the right people, hold on to them. And so Ben and I, we talk, we talk about that moment where we were like, we want to do things with our lives. And now we are. And it's, it's so nice to see all of us, like I, I look at it like, um, like a ladder or something. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you go straight up, like when we're all on different paths, but we all somehow kind of keep like crossing over into each other's paths. And yeah. That's, Ben and I talk about that, and it's it's an amazing, cool thing. Um, you know, like I'm I'm talking with Matt Guidry about this script that I wrote to to do together, and, uh, and Sarah Smith and Bruno Doria over at Work Life. Oh uh, yeah, Bruno, man, we're been there a while. He's great. Um, and yeah, and it's it's again, and I met Sarah and Bruno doing um my very first like film ever a student film called Miss Mary's Vintage Clothing and you know you meet these these people man and and if they're cool and they're honest and they're really good people hold on to them forever if they're talented don't ever let them stop <laughs> um and it's it's amazing that like 90% of actually probably you know, all of the people in my life are that way um very fortunate that I don't, like I said, I don't have to lie to my friends when I say, hey, your thing was awesome. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, and the same goes for you, man. You're always really excited and, and willing to hear about everything, man. Uh, yeah, I don't, uh, yeah. No, I'm just lucky, you know. Just lucky dude. We all are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, dude, thanks so much for, I don't mean to bust you out or anything. This is wonderful. I just, uh, oh, oh man, thank you. This is, this was cool. I was a little nervous. Nah. I'm, I'm cool when there's well, a camera Oh, you're not one to showboat. Yeah. No, I mean, put a camera in here and I kind of know what to do, but just a microphone, man. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but yeah, thanks so much for doing this, man. This is, is a ton of fun. It's so much fun catching up with you. Yeah, man. It was awesome. Thank you. Of course, man. Well, um, yeah, y'all, thanks for listening, and uh, until next time, cheers. Later. <laughs>